Chapter Two, Part One of the Experienced English Housekeeper by Elizabeth Raffold. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Observations on dressing fish. When you fry any kind of fish, wash them clean, dry them well with a cloth, and dust them with flour or rub them with egg and bread crumbs. Be sure your dripping hog's lard or beef suet is boiling before you put in your fish they will fry hard and clear butter is apt to burn them black and make them soft when you have fried your fish always lay them in a dish or hair sieve to drain before you dish them up boiled fish should always be washed and rubbed carefully with a little vinegar before they are put into the water boil all kinds of fish very slowly and when they will leave the bone they are enough when you take them up set your fish plate over a pan of hot water to drain and cover it with a cloth or close cover to prevent it from turning their colour set your fish place in the inside of your dish and send it up and when you fry parsley be sure you pick it nicely wash it well then dip it in cold water and throw it into a pan of boiling fat Take it out immediately. It will be very crisp and a fine green. To dress a turtle of a hundred weight. Cut off the head, take care of the blood, and take off all the fins. Lay them in salt and water, cut off the bottom shell, then cut off the meat that grows to it, which is the callipee or fowl. Take out the hearts, livers, and lights, and put them by themselves, Take out the bones and the flesh out of the back shell, which is the calipash. Cut the fleshy part into pieces about two inches square, but leave the fat part, which looks green. It is called the monsieur. Rub it first with salt, and wash it in several waters to make it come clean. Then put in the pieces that you took out, with three bottles of Madeira wine, and four quarts of strong veal gravy a lemon cut in slices, a bundle of sweet herbs, a teaspoonful of cheyenne, six anchovies washed and picked clean, a quarter of a pound of beaten mace, a teaspoonful of mushroom powder, and half a pint of essence of ham if you have it. Lay over it a coarse paste, set it in the oven for three hours. When it comes out, take off the lid and scum off the fat, and brown it with a salamander. This is the bottom dish. Then blanch the fins, cut them off at the first joint, fry the first pinions a fine brown, and put them into a tossing pan with two quarts of strong brown gravy, a glass of red wine, and the blood of the turtle, a large spoonful of lemon pickle, the same of browning, two spoonfuls of mushroom ketchup, cheyenne and salt, an onion stuck with cloves, and a bunch of sweet herbs. A little before it is enough, put in an ounce of morals, the same of truffles. Stew them gently over a slow fire for two hours. When they are tender, put them into another tossing pan, thicken your gravy with flour and butter, and strain it upon them. Give them a boil and serve them up. This is a corner dish. Then take the thick or large part of the fins, blanch them in warm water, and put them in a tossing pan with three quarts of strong veal gravy, a pint of Madeira wine, 
half a teaspoonful of Chayam, a little salt, half a lemon, a little beaten mace, a teaspoonful of mushroom powder, and a bunch of sweet herbs. Let them stew till quite tender, they will take two hours at least, then take them up into another tossing pan, strain your gravy, and make it pretty thick with flour and butter, then put in a few boiled forcemeat balls, which must be made of the vealy part of your turtle, left out for that purpose, one pint of fresh mushrooms, if you cannot get them pickled ones will do, and eight artichoke bottoms boiled tender, and cut in quarters. Shake them over the fire five or six minutes, then put in half a pint of thick cream, with the yolks of six eggs beaten exceeding well. Shake it over the fire again till it looks thick and white, but do not let it boil. Dish up your fins with the balls, mushrooms, and artichoke bottoms over and round them. This is the top dish. Then take the chicken part, and cut it like scotch collops. Fry them a light brown, then put in a quart of veal gravy. Stew them gently a little more than half an hour, and put to it the yolks of four eggs boiled hard, a few morels, a score of oysters. Thicken your gravy, it must be neither white nor brown, but a pretty gravy colour. Fry some oyster patties and lay round it. This is a corner dish to answer the small fins. Then take the guts, which is reckoned the best part of the turtle. Rip them open, scrape and wash them exceeding well, rub them well with salt, wash them through many waters, and cut them in pieces two inches long. Then scald the maw or paunch, take off the skin, scrape it well, cut it into pieces about half an inch broad and two inches long, put some of the fishy part of your turtle in it, set it over a slow charcoal fire, with two quarts of veal gravy, a pint of Madeira wine, a little mushroom ketchup, a few shallots, a little chayam, half a lemon, and stew them gently four hours, till your gravy is almost consumed. Then thicken it with flour, mixed with a little veal gravy, put in half an ounce of morels, a few forcemeat balls made as for the fins. Dish it up and brown it with a salamander, or in the oven. This is the corner dish. Then take the head, skin it and cut it in two pieces, put it into a stew pot with all the bones, hearts and lights to a gallon of water, or veal broth, three or four blades of mace, one shallot, a slice of beef beaten to pieces, and a bunch of sweet herbs. Set them in a very hot oven, and let it stand an hour at least. When it comes out, strain it into a tureen for the middle of the table. Then take the hearts and lights, chop them very fine, put them in a stew pan with a pint of good gravy, thicken it and serve it up. Lay the head in the middle, fry the liver, lay it round the head upon the lights, garnish with whole slices of lemon. This is the fourth corner dish. MB. The first course should be of turtle only, when it is dressed in this manner, but when it is with other victuals, it should be in three different dishes. But this way I have often dressed them, and have given great satisfaction. 
observe to kill your turtle the night before you want it, or very early next morning, that you may have all your dishes going on at a time. Gravy for a turtle a hundredweight will take two legs of veal and two shanks of beef. To dress a turtle, about thirty pounds weight. When you kill the turtle, which must be done the night before, cut off the head and let it bleed two or three hours, then cut off the fins and the calipee from the calipash, take care you do not burst the gall, throw all the inwards into cold water, the guts and tripe keep by themselves, and slit them open with a penknife, and wash them very clean in scalding water, and scrape off all the inward skin. As you do them, throw them into cold water, wash them out of that, and put them into fresh water, and let them lie all night, scalding the fins and edges of the calipash and calipee. Cut the meat off the shoulders, and hack the bones, and set them over the fire with the fins, in about a quart of water. Put in a little mace, nutmeg, cheyenne, and salt. Let it stew about three hours, then strain it, and put the fins by for use. The next morning take some of the meat you cut off the shoulders, and chop it small, as for sausages, with about a pound of beef or veal suet, seasoned with mace, nutmeg, sweet marjoram, parsley, chayan, and salt to your taste, and three or four glasses of Madeira wine. So stuff it under the two fleshy parts of the meat, and if you have any left, lay it over to prevent the meat from burning, then cut the remainder of the meat and the fins in pieces the size of an egg. Season it pretty high with chayan, salt and a little nutmeg, and put it into the calipash. Take care that it be sewed or secured up at the end, to keep in the gravy, then boil up the gravy, and add more wine if required, and thicken it a little with butter and flour. Put some of it to the turtle, and set it in the oven, with a well-buttered paper over it to keep it from burning, and when it is about half-baked, squeeze in the juice of one or two lemons and stir it up. Calipash or back will take half an hour more baking than the calipee, which two hours will do. The guts must be cut in pieces two or three inches long, the tripe in less, and put into a mug of clear water, and set in the oven with the calipash and when it is enough and drained from the water, it is to be mixed with the other parts, and sent up very hot. To dress a cod's head and shoulders. Take out the gills and the blood, clean from the bone. Wash the head very clean, rub over it a little salt and a glass of alligar, then lay it on your fish plate. When your water boils, throw in a good handful of salt, with a glass of alligar, then put in your fish, and let it boil gently half an hour, if it is a large one, three quarters, take it up very carefully, and strip the skin nicely off, set it before a brisk fire, dredge it all over with flour, and baste it well with butter, when the froth begins to rise, throw over it some very fine white bread crumbs, you must keep basting it all the time, to make it froth well. When it is a fine white brown, dish it up, and garnish it with a lemon cut in slices, scraped horseradish, barberries, 
a few small fish fried and laid round it, or fried oysters. Cut the roe and liver in slices, and lay over it a little of the lobster out of the sauce in lumps, and then serve it. Take a lobster. If it be alive, stick a skewer in the vent of the tail to keep the water out, and throw an handful of salt in the water. When it boils, put in the lobster and boil it half an hour. If it has spawn on, pick them off and pound them exceeding fine in a marble mortar, and put them into half a pound of good melted butter. Then take the meat out of your lobster, pull it in bits, and put in your butter with a meat spoonful of lemon pickle, and the same of walnut ketchup, a slice of an end of a lemon, one or two slices of horseradish, as much beaten mace as will lie on a sixpence, salt and cheyenne to your taste. Boil them one minute, then take out the horseradish and lemon, and serve it up in your sauce boat. N.B. If you can get no lobster, you may make shrimp, cockle or mussel sauce the same way. If there can be no kind of shellfish got, you then may add two anchovies cut small, a spoonful of walnut liquor, a large onion stuck with cloves. Strain it, and put it in the sauce boat. Second way to dress a cod's head. Take out the gills and blood clean from the backbone. Wash it well and put it on your plate. When your water boils, put in two handfuls of salt and half a pint of allegar. It will make your fish firmer. Then put in the cod's head. If it is of a middle size, it will take an hour's boiling. Then take it up and strip off the skin gently. Dredge it well with flour and lay lumps of butter on it. If it suits you better, you may send it to the oven, and if it is not brown all over, do it with a salamander. Make your gravy sauce to it and serve it up. To dress young codlins like salt fish. Take young codlins, gut and dry them well with a cloth, fill their eyes full of salt, throw a little on the backbone, and let them lie all night, then hang them up by the tail a day or two. As you have occasion for them, boil them in spring water and drain them well. Dish them up and pour egg sauce on them, and send them to the table. To dress a salt cod. Steep your salt fish in water all night with a glass of vinegar. It will fetch out the salt and make it eat like fresh fish. The next day boil it. When it is enough, Pull it in flakes into your dish, then pour egg sauce over it, or parsnips boiled and beat fine with butter and cream. Send it to the table on a water plate, for it will soon grow cold. To make egg sauce for a salt cod. Boil your eggs hard. First half chop the whites, then put in the yolks and chop them both together, but not very small. Put them into half a pound of good melted butter, and let it boil up, and then put it on the fish. To dress cod sounds. Steep your sounds as you do the salt cod, and boil them in a large quantity of milk and water. When they are very tender and white, take them up and drain the water out, then pour the egg sauce boiling hot over them, and serve them up. To dress cod sounds like little turkeys. 
boil your sounds as for eating but not too much take them up and let them stand till they are quite cold then take a force meat of chopped oysters crumbs of bread a lump of butter nutmeg pepper salt and the yolks of two eggs fill your sounds with it and skewer them up in the shape of a turkey then lard them down each side as you would do a turkey's breast dust them well with flour and put them in a tin oven to roast before the fire and baste them well with butter when they are enough pour on them oyster sauce three are sufficient for a side dish garnish with barberries it is a pretty side dish for a large table for a dinner in lent to boil salmon crimp scale your salmon take out the blood wash it well and lay it on a fish plate put your water in a fish pan with a little salt when it boils put in your fish for half a minute then take it out for a minute or two when you have done it four times boil it until it be enough when you take it out of the fish pan set it over the water to drain cover it well with a clean cloth dipped in hot water fry some small fishes or a few slices of salmon and lay round it garnish with scraped horseradish and fennel to make rolled salmon take a side of salmon when split and the bone taken out and scaled strew over the inside pepper salt nutmeg and mace a few chopped oysters parsley and crumbs of bread roll it up tight put it into a deep pot and bake it in a quick oven make the common fish sauce and pour over it garnish with fennel lemon and horseradish to make sauce for a salmon boil a bunch of fennel and parsley chop them small and put it into some good melted butter and send it to the table in a sauce boat another with gravy sauce to make the gravy sauce put a little brown gravy into a saucepan with one anchovy a teaspoonful of lemon pickle a meat spoonful of liquor from your walnut pickle one or two spoonfuls of the water that the fish was boiled in it gives it a pleasant flavour a stick of horseradish a little browning and salt boil them three or four minutes thicken it with flour and a good lump of butter and strain it through a hair sieve n b this is a good sauce for most kinds of boiled fish to boil a turbot wash your turbot clean if you let it lie in the water it will make it soft and rub it over with allegar it will make it firmer then lay it on your fish plate with the white side up lay a cloth over it and pin it tight under your plate which will keep it from breaking boil it gently in hard water with a good deal of salt and vinegar and scum it well or it will discolour the skin when it is enough take it up and drain it take the cloth carefully off and flip it on your dish lay over it fried oysters or oyster patties send in lobster or gravy sauce in sauce boats garnish it with crisp parsley and pickles n b don't put in your fish till your water boils to boil a pike with a pudding in the belly take out the gills and guts wash it well 
then make a good force meat of oysters chopped fine, the crumbs of half a penny loaf, a few sweet herbs, and a little lemon peel shred fine, nutmeg, pepper, and salt to your taste, a good lump of butter, the yolks of two eggs. Mix them well together, and put them in the belly of your fish. Sew it up, skewer it round, put hard water in your fish pan, add to it a teacup full of vinegar and a little salt. When it boils, put in the fish. If it be a middle size, it will take half an hour's boiling. Garnish it with walnuts and pickled barberries. Serve it up with oyster sauce in a boat, and pour a little sauce on the pike. You may dress a roasted pike the same way. To stew carp white. When the carp are scaled, gutted and washed, put them into a stew pan with two quarts of water, half a pint of white wine, a little mace, whole pepper and salt, two onions, a bunch of sweet herbs, a stick of horseradish. Cover the pan close. Let it stand an hour and a half over a slow stove, then put a gill of white wine into a saucepan, with two anchovies chopped, an onion, a little lemon peel, a quarter of a pound of butter rolled in flour, a little thick cream, and a large teacupful of the liquor the carp was stewed in. Boil them a few minutes. Drain your carp. Add to the sauce the yolks of two eggs mixed with a little cream. When it boils up, squeeze in the juice of half a lemon. Dish up your carp and pour your sauce hot upon it. To dress carp the best way, and the sauce. Kill your carp, and save all the blood. Scale and clean them very well. Have ready some nice rich gravy made of beef and mutton, seasoned with pepper, salt, mace and onion. Strain it off before you stew your fish in it. Boil your carp first before you stew it in the gravy. Be careful you don't boil them too much before you put in the carp. Then let it stew on a slow fire about a quarter of an hour. Thicken the sauce with a good lump of butter rolled in flour. Garnish your dish with fried oysters, fried toast cut three corner ways, pieces of lemon, scraped horseradish, and the row of the carp cut in pieces, some fried and the other boiled. Squeeze the juice of a lemon into the sauce just before you send it up. Take care to dish it up handsomely and very hot. Another carp sauce. Take the liver of the carp clean from the guts and three anchovies with a little parsley, thyme and one onion. Chop all these small together. Then take half a pint of Rhenish wine, four spoonfuls of elder vinegar with the blood of the carp. Put all these together to stew gently and put it to the carp, which must first be boiled in water, a little salt and a pint of wine. Take care not to do it too much after the carp is put into the sauce. Garnish with fried oysters, fried toast, scraped horseradish and pieces of lemon with the roe cut in pieces and fried. If you don't like elder vinegar, any other sort will do. To make white fish sauce. Wash two anchovies, put them into a saucepan with one glass of white wine and two of water half a nutmeg grated, and a little lemon peel. 
when it has boiled five or six minutes strain it through a sieve add to it a spoonful of white wine vinegar thicken it a little then put in near a pound of butter rolled in flour boil it well and pour it hot upon your fish to make a very nice sauce for most sorts of fish take a little gravy made of either veal or mutton put to it a little of the water that drains from your fish when it is boiled enough put it in a saucepan and put in a whole onion one anchovy a spoonful of ketchup and a glass of white wine thicken it with a good lump of butter rolled in flour and a spoonful of cream if you have oysters cockles or shrimps put them in after you take it off the fire but it is very good without you may use red wine instead of white by leaving out the cream to make lobster sauce boil half a pint of water with a little mace and whole pepper long enough to take out the strong taste of the spice then strain it off melt three quarters of a pound of butter smooth in the water cut your lobster in very small pieces stew it all together tenderly with anchovy and send it up hot to make lobster sauce another way bruise the body of a lobster into thick melted butter and cut the flesh into it in small pieces stew all together and give it a boil season with a little pepper salt and a very small quantity of mace to stew carp or tench gut and scale your fish wash and dry them well with a clean cloth dredge them well with flour fry them in dripping or sweet rendered suet until they are a light brown and then put them in a stew pan with a quart of water and one quart of red wine a meat spoonful of lemon pickle another of browning the same of walnut or mum catsup a little mushroom powder and cheyenne to your taste a large onion stuck with cloves and a stick of horseradish cover your pan close to keep in the steam let them stew gently over a stove fire till your gravy is reduced to just enough to cover your fish in the dish then take the fish out and put them on the dish you intend for table set the gravy on the fire and thicken it with flour and a large lump of butter boil it a little and strain it over your fish garnish them with pickled mushrooms and scraped horseradish put a bunch of pickled barberries or a sprig of myrtle in their mouths and send them to the table it is a top dish for a grand entertainment to dress a sturgeon take what size of a piece of sturgeon you think proper and wash it clean lay it all night in salt and water the next morning take it out rub it well with allegar and let it lie in for two hours then have ready a fish kettle full of boiling water with one ounce of bay salt two large onions and a few sprigs of sweet marjoram boil your sturgeon till the bones will leave the fish then take it up take the skin off and flour it well set it before the fire baste it with fresh butter and let it stand till it be a fine brown then dish it up and pour into the dish the same sauce as for the white carp garnish with crisp parsley and red pickles 
This is a proper dish for the top or middle. To roast large eels or lampreys with a pudding in the belly. Skin your eels or lampreys, cut off the head, take the guts out, and scrape the blood clean from the bone. Then make a good force meat of oysters or shrimps chopped small, the crumbs of half a penny loaf, a little nutmeg and lemon peel shred fine, pepper, salt, and the yolks of two eggs. Put them in the belly of your fish, sew it up, turn it round on your dish, put over it flour and butter, pour a little water in your dish, and bake it in a moderate oven. When it comes out, take the gravy from under it, and scum off the fat, then strain it through a hair sieve. Add to it a teaspoonful of lemon pickle, two of browning, a meat spoonful of walnut ketchup, a glass of white wine, one anchovy, and a slice of lemon. Let it boil ten minutes. Thicken it with butter and flour. Send it up in a sauce boat. Dish your fish. Garnish it with lemon and crisp parsley. This is a pretty dish for either corner or side for a dinner. To stew lampreys. Skin and gut your lampreys. Season them well with pepper, salt, cloves, nutmeg and mace. Not pounded too fine. And a little lemon peel shred fine. Then cut some thin slices of butter into the bottom of your saucepan. Put in the fish with half a pint of nice gravy, half the quantity of white wine and cider, the same of claret with a small bundle of thyme, winter savoury, pot marjoram, and an onion sliced. Stew them over a slow fire and keep turning the lampreys till they are quite tender. When they are tender, take them out and put in one anchovy, and thicken the sauce with the yolk of an egg, or a little butter, rolled in flour, and pour it over the fish and serve them up. M.B. Roll them round a skewer before you put them into the pan. To stew flounders, place or soles. Half fry your fish in three ounces of butter, a fine brown. Then take up your fish, and put to your butter a quart of water, and boil it slowly a quarter of an hour, with two anchovies, and an onion sliced. Then put in your fish again with a herring, and stew them gently twenty minutes. Then take out your fish, and thicken the sauce with butter and flour, and give it a boil. Then strain it through a hair sieve, over the fish, and send them up hot. M.B. If you choose cockle or oyster liquor, Put it in just before you thicken the sauce, or you may send oysters, cockles, or shrimps in a sauce boat to table. A good way to stew fish. Mix half a tumbler of wine with as much water as will cover the fish in the stew pan, and put in a little pepper and salt, three or four onions, a crust of bread toasted very brown, one anchovy, a good lump of butter, and set them over a gentle fire. Shake the stew pan now and then, that it may not burn. Just before you serve it up, pour your gravy into a saucepan and thicken it with a little butter rolled in flour, a little ketchup and walnut pickle beat well together till smooth. Then pour it on your fish and set it over the fire to heat and serve it up hot. To boil mackerel. Gut your mackerel, 
and dry them carefully with a clean cloth, then rub them slightly over with a little vinegar, and lay them straight on your fish plate, for turning them round often breaks them. Put a little salt in the water when it boils. Put them into your fish pan, and boil them gently fifteen minutes. Then take them up and drain them well, and put the water that runs from them into a saucepan, with two teaspoonfuls of lemon pickle, one meat spoonful of walnut ketchup, the same of browning, a blade or two of mace, one anchovy, a slice of lemon. Boil them all together a quarter of an hour, then strain it through a hair sieve, and thicken it with flour and butter. Send it in a sauce boat, and parsley sauce in another. Dish up your fish with the tails in the middle. Garnish it with scraped horseradish and barberries. To boil herrings. Scale, gut, and wash your herrings. Dry them clean, and rub them over with a little vinegar and salt. Skewer them with their tails in their mouths. Lay them on your fish plate. When your water boils, put them in. They will take ten or twelve minutes boiling. When you take them up, drain them over the water, then turn the heads into the middle of your dish. Lay round them scraped horseradish, parsley and butter for sauce. To fry herrings. Scale, wash and dry your herrings well. Lay them separately on a board and set them to the fire two or three minutes before you want them. It will keep the fish from sticking to the pan. Dust them with flour. When your dripping or butter is boiling hot, put in your fish, a few at a time, fry them over a brisk fire. When you have fried them all, set the tails up one against another in the middle of the dish. Then fry a large handful of parsley crisp. Take it out before it loses its colour, lay it round them, and parsley sauce in a boat. Or if you like onions better, fry them, lay some round your dish, and make onion sauce for them. Or you may cut off the heads after they are fried, chop them and put them in a saucepan, with ale, pepper, salt and an anchovy. Thicken it with flour and butter, strain it, then put it in a sauce boat. End of chapter 2, part 1